0: What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Dirty Devotionals, the podcast that is all about helping you feel seen, known, and loved by a real God. Thank you, thank you, thank you for coming to hang out with me today. I'm so excited to be together with you wherever in the freaking world you are. Listen, I say this. I'm going to say it again, and so listen to me. Yep, listen. You, listen, 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 pay attention. I know many of you, you listen to this podcast, and I've said it a bunch, that I want to connect with you, and I mean that. I want to hear your story. I want to know what's going on in your world. I would love to hear how I could be praying for you. I want to hear how I can celebrate with you. And so, man, reach out to me. There are two ways that you can connect with me. The first one, freaking follow me on Instagram. Follow me at Z underscore chill, C-H-I-L. Follow me there reach out to me, send me a message. I promise you, I will respond to you. I want to hear more about your story. I want to be more than a voice you listen to. I want to be a person you know. So follow me on Instagram or Facebook. You can find me at Zach Childress. The other way is this, get in our private Facebook group. If you go to the show notes, there's a link there that you can click on and you have to request access for it. And many of you have done this. And so if you're new to the podcast, I would love to get you in that group um, because it's just a cool place where I can randomly hop in. I can just talk to you guys um, on a more personal level. But honestly, more important than that, it's a place where you can share what's going on in your world, and you have a community of people that feel seen, known, and loved, that believe in these values and that they're going to support you, they're going to be honest with you, they're going to encourage you. Um, People go in there and they just share their frustrations with the Bible sometimes, frustrations with their faith. I love it, it's so good. I would love for you to be a part of it. And so if you haven't done either of those, do one or both. I would love more than anything though, um, to bridge this gap of just a a podcast you listen to to getting you into a community that you connect with, I think that it would be absolutely beneficial for your life. I think it bring adds value to my life, and I think overall it's a win uh for the church, Capital C Church, as a whole. But let's dive into today's dirty devotional. We're going to be back in Matthew chapter twelve, at, looking at verse thirty eight, and this is a little bit of a confusing piece of the Bible. Um, especially if you're new to it. And so I'm going to read it and I want to talk about it. And then we're going to go from there. Cool, cool. So Matthew chapter 12, starting at verse 38. Then some of the scribes and Pharisees answered him saying, teacher, we wish to see a sign from you. Uh, Meaning like we want to know that you're you're who you say you are. But he answered them, this is Jesus, an evil and adulterous generation seeks for a sign. But no sign will be given to it except the sign of the prophet Jonah. For just as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of a great fish, so will the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. The men of Nineveh will rise up at the judgment with this generation and condemn it. For they repented at the preaching of Jonah, and behold, something greater than Jonah is here the queen of the South will rise up at the judgment with this generation and condemn it for she came from the ends of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon and behold something greater than Solomon is here. So a lot of, a lot of odd things in this passage, um, the you got the queen of the South, which literally I think is a Netflix show. Um, you got this guy named Jonah who's getting swallowed by a fish and you take all of that and you wrap it up and you got Jesus basically saying he's going to be in the heart of the earth for three days And you have all of this coming because a group of people asked for Jesus for a sign. So let us I want to start. The Queen of the South thing, we're not really going to talk about. We're going to talk about it in a future episode. I want to specifically talk about Nineveh and Jonah because it's going to best help us understand what what Jesus is talking about here. So the story of Jonah is in the Old Testament. Uh, Jonah is a prophet, and it's literally in the book of Jonah, so you can look it up in the Old Testament. Jonah was called by God to go to the city, the city of Nineveh. That was this very wild, crazy, kind of like think of like Las Vegas, even like kind of like Sin City. Like they just did whatever the frick they wanted. They did some wild stuff. And Jonah was called to go to Nineveh and basically tell them that like they need to get their act together, that God's going to judge them and that that it's not going to work out well for them, that they're, they're on a path to destruction. And Jonah is like, no, like I'm not going to do it. And so Jonah runs and literally gets on a boat and goes in the opposite direction of Nineveh. Um, A storm comes up. Uh, Jonah ends up getting thrown off the ship because he realizes that it's his fault. And God sends a fish. This fish swallows Jonah. Jonah is in the belly of this fish for three days. And then literally Jonah gets spit up outside of Nineveh. And then he ends up going, basically telling Nineveh that they're on the path of destruction that God's like watching them and God's not pleased with how they've been living their lives and freaking Nineveh repents and they end up turning back to God and Jonah's like flabbergasted cuz he did not think this would happen. And so it's like revival breaking out in Vegas it just is something you're like wow I don't didn't expect this to happen. And so Jesus here is saying the sign that you're going to receive because remember these people are asking for a sign the sign that you're going to receive is the sign of Jonah meaning Jesus is saying hey there's this a There's a world that is very caught up in themselves, very on this path of destruction, and I'm going to get swallowed up. I'm going to end up dying. So Jesus is foreshadowing his death here. When he says, I'm going to be in the heart of the earth, what Jesus says is, I'm going to die for three days, and then I'm going to come back, and then the world is going to recognize that God is up to something good, that God is doing something great, and that they are going to repent and turn themselves back to God. And so Jesus here is giving a little bit of, a, not a little bit, a very clear foreshadowing of what he's going to do in the future. And Jesus is saying, out of all the signs you want, like this is this is the only one that's going to even give you, is going to get your attention. Because we need to remember a few verses earlier in this chapter, they had just witnessed this dude's hand be miraculously healed. They have seen Jesus do miraculous things. They have had plenty of signs but the reality is, is they are only looking for a reason to discredit him rather than believe him. And I think the, the Jesus here is getting frustrated and saying, hey, there's nothing I'm going to be able to do because you're not looking to believe you're looking to disbelieve. And he says, so the only sign you're going to get is the sign that you're going to kill me. And that three days later, I'm going to freaking come out of that grave alive and well. And because of that, the world is going to repent and the world is going to recognize who I am. And I was reading this, and for one, I wanted to explain it because it's a little bit confusing. But two is, if you are listening, to this, I know that some of you are freaking jaded by the church. You are jaded by God. You've had tragedy in your life. You've had people you've trusted that have hurt you deeply, and because of those circumstances, like it's hard for you to it's hard for you to trust God. It's hard for you to believe that God is this good God that He is who He says He is, and you are constantly. Um, in in contention with that. Here's what I want you to know, is that we have. if you are looking for a reason to disbelieve, you're going to find it. You're going to constantly find yourself in a position, well, here's why I can't believe, here's why I shouldn't do this. You're going to be no different than this group of people that spend their whole lives trying to disprove something that is very good, beautiful, and beneficial for your life. I want you to know that I'm sorry. I'm sorry for the crap you've went through, that the pain you've experienced. I'm sorry that... For the the distrust and the betrayal that has happened to you. I just hope you know that God is good. That I hope you don't spend your life trying to argue with God and be angry at God and to be like, God, yeah, I can't trust you. You suck. I want you to know that God is good. God is a good God. Does that mean bad things happen? Freaking yes. Sometimes life is very shitty and life sucks. Like it's just not good. But God is good. And what makes a relationship with God so beautiful is the fact that even when I like all hell is breaking loose in my life, I have someone to go to. And so I imagine that some of you today, you are no different than the group of people saying, "God, fine, just let's let's give me another reason, like prove it to me that you're who you say you are, because you nothing like I you, I don't believe who you, I don't believe you I don't trust you, and you're just you're just you're so calloused." from things that have been done for you that you're missing out on something really beautiful for your life. And today, I just want to challenge you to maybe go to God and not ask God for a sign, but go to God and just say, God, if you're here, I'm mad, I'm hurt, I'm angry. Things have happened in my life that I didn't want to happen. But God, I I believe you care. And so I'm going to trust that you care. And I'm just, I want to talk to you about it and then talk to God about it. And it's in this beautiful, dirty messiness of connecting with God that we find divinity, we find life, we find hope, we find joy. And I want that for you. I really do. I hope you know that God loves you. He loves you so much, even in your messiness, even in the dirtiness of your life, that God loves you. Let me pray for you. God, thank you for today. Lord, I have no freaking clue if anything I said today makes any sense. But Lord, I... I know what it's like to be in a place where I am just looking for reasons to be mad at you. I'm looking for reasons to distrust you. And God, I imagine that there are people listening to this that are in that same place. And so, Lord, I pray that if my words didn't help them, that there there would be words that would help them or that they would give you a chance. They would give you a shot, that they would not hold things against you that have been done to them by people who were representing you. And Lord, I just ask that and somehow in some way that we would find freedom, that we would find hope, and that we would find love in the fact that the sign you gave us, the best sign you gave us is that you died for us and you conquered hell, death, and the grave to give us a new life, a life with you. And Lord, we love you and we ask this in your name. Amen. Hey, thanks so much for joining me on today's devotional. If you want to get more connected, then be sure to follow me on Instagram at Z underscore chill.